Hi, I'm Amy Cronauer, Director of Foundation Giving and Donor Communications at MOCA. I guess we all have experience with the passing of people we love. I thought this was interesting because it tied into the arts, etc. When I was in my early 20s, I kind of had my first big job uh, at the Clean Museum of Art and had been hired with a group of people to oversee a new ticketing center for them. I was hired to manage the center and a young woman started around the same time as I did and her name was Sarah and we got to talking one day and she um, she had just finished art school and was working on a series of paintings she called her Dead Relative series and my interest was piqued. I come from a family of artists and just choose a very interesting character and and it, initially, of course, I thought, wow, that's morbid. And then the more I got to hearing about it, it sounded really interesting. She basically just painted um, these beautiful kind of sepia tone paintings of loved ones of people that she knew and um, then embellished them in different ways. And uh, so she said, you know, you really should bring in some photographs of somebody that you love. And kind of everyone came to my mind uh, because I'm, I'm the last of five kids by many, many years. And my parents lost their parents very early in life. So none of us really had grandparents growing up and so all of these people came to my mind but mostly my grandparents so I brought in or actually a week or two went by and I I thought she was just kind of being generous in her request I I didn't know how serious she was honestly and so a few weeks later I'd asked her if she wanted to do something we were getting to know each other and she said sure but first why don't you bring those pictures in that you promised me and I was like oh gosh okay and so I brought in pictures of my grandparents my grandmother was a school teacher and my grandfather worked for a foundry uh, but was in World War II and these are the photographs here really from World War II two portraits I brought in the photographs and frankly I thought nothing would ever get done with them I was a little nervous to give them up and so she called me that night and said I painted your grandparents why don't you come over and oh my gosh, I was like, wow. Um, even though I have an artistic background, I've never been a strong painter. And I, I remember going over to her house and just being amazed watching her. She was finishing the paintings as I got there, actually. And I, I was amazed first that they were really just beautiful and just spot on. But secondly, how fast and easily she did the paintings. I guess when you're a painter, it's, it comes easily to you. So that was a surprise. And I was, you know, choked up. They were really beautiful. But I still hadn't, you know, the conclusion that was soon to come about why she did them was really what was interesting to me. So she gave me these two beautiful little portraits. They're small, just a little bigger than my hand each. And we became fast friends, uh, very close friends. And she's my dearest friend to this day. And a few weeks later, I talked to her about, I was thinking about going south to see my parents. I thought I'd stop a few ways, a few places on the way down and trying to meet some outsider artists or, or just do some kind of looking around. And she expressed interest in going. So we decided to take this trip together. And she said, uh, what are you doing with the paintings? And I said, I think I'm going to give them to my parents. So she said, why don't we give them to them when we go visit? So we gave them to my parents and my my parents here are both incredibly strong people that very very rarely show tears or anything like that we're both just totally choked up and really moved by it and what was amazing to me is they begun to talk for hours about these stories to do with their parents and I was I was amazed that they had never told me these things my dad was quite a storyteller and so I was really surprised. There were so many things I didn't know about how they met. And then this led into discussions about my parents themselves. And just about every story they told, and there were probably a good 20 of them that day, hours we talked, I had never heard. And what really moved me was my friend sat there 
just kind of smiling because apparently this was all part of her plan and I didn't know this. And she said that really her biggest reason for doing this series was most of us, once we become adults, we think we've told all of our stories to people. And we just assume that our kids have heard most of them. And, And it's funny because I think in every family, we all have stories that we've heard a million times. You know, I can tell you how my dad met my mom a million times over. They've told that story so many times, and it's still wonderful. <laughs> the point is, you know, they there were so many stories they hadn't told me. And for that, I just think I'll be forever grateful for those paintings because there's so much. They're, they acted as catalysts to, like, so many things I would have never known. And my, my dad passed and my mom. Um, sorry. <laughs> Ooh, wow. Um <laughs> Wow, didn't expect that. Um, they both, you know, are virtually gone. So, <laughs> wow. So, <laughs> this was a happy story. Thought, sorry. <laughs> but I think it's a, a big reason, honestly, why I'm so close to my friend Sarah. And, uh, and that she let me in with that, too. Like, I was a big part of, you know, watching her kind of create the rest of that series and and the bravery it took and and how she kind of allowed herself to be close to all these people's experiences, you know? And so I think I immediately thought of this because of Dirge, because it seems like it could be such a heavy show and parts of it of course are, but I think it's so important because, you know, my dad used to say the surest thing in life is that we'll all die. And it's helpful just to know other people's stories, I think. And to know that, too, that the reminder of it can be quite joyful, too. You know, and I'm so grateful for those stories. It's just part of us. I mean, we do talk about it still. Um, And something that was kind of surprising to me was that the series came to an end. (laughs) You know, painters, like the rest of us, they get bored with things, too, and they want to move on. And so... I think what we talk about more is that trip was something else. And I think we were there for, I think my parents just for three or four days, but it was an amazing time. And I think part of it was because of that weird trust building that happened around that process. They didn't had never met my friend to this day. I mean, like, or my parents until they, or until my dad passed and my mom kind of entered her new state. Um, they're both crazy about Sarah and I think it was the honesty in which they got to know her initially and and also she is a lover of people's stories and having older parents you know my parents were aged when when they had me and they were probably in their late 70s early 80s at the time of this so uh I think it was just a great way to as you can imagine it was a really interesting way to start a friendship and we had so many funny things happen that trip and we talk more I think about just the funny things that occurred and I think the reason they were so funny is we all trusted each other so much it was kind of like starting this weird club together (laughs) when my dad passed it was wild when my mom gave me the paintings back (laughs) because it wasn't that she'd have interest in them but they were my dad's parents and uh to be fair my mom grew up in abject poverty I mean the worst poverty I've ever known of anyone I've ever known um and my dad did not and so my mom there are just hardly any surviving photographs in her family and so I think it wasn't jealousy or anything but I think it was more of just like you know this holds a different meaning for your dad he's gone I know that you love these paintings so much so why don't you have them 
I actually have them hanging right, and I, I don't even think I did it purposely, but right when I walk in my door, they're the first things I see when I walk in. It's really nice because I never knew them, but, you know, yeah, I know them through my parents. I mean, I feel like I know them because of their stories and everything. But um, I think they had passed so young that I think my parents probably needed that prompt, too, for them to remember a lot of the stories I told that day. I don't think they're at the top of their memory just because they had lost them so young, you know. I'm sure it's just not my family when you talk to people who have remembered the generations into the, like, 1800s and everything. They lost, they lost kids. They lost family members. It was quite common. And it's just amazing to me what they endured sometimes as far as, like, losing parents that young and what it meant for them. You know, it's so hard when you lose someone, especially young. I think, sadly, I think it's good to hear these stories from other people because it helps when you start to go through that stuff. You know you're not alone, and it's surreal. I mean, I'm sure it is for a lot of people when when you lose parents. They're still there. Yeah. So that's weird. <laughs> when you look at somebody and you think, oh, that reminds me of them. They're not there anymore. Yeah. It's really tricky. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I love to see them. When I walk in, it's great.